Hello guys, welcome to an extraordinary podcast, my name is Anthony Anthem. Okay, I'm waiting for it. What? Go I'm, ahead. I'm waiting, waiting for what? Go ahead, do your thing. I'm just, I'm trying to be more sensual sounding to the viewers. Oh, oh you're not going to do your old thing, you know, the AKAs? Or, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool with that. You do you. Shit. What did I do? This was not on purpose, guys. I'm sorry. Why does this keep happening to me? We have a special guest. Um, DeLorean. You want to say something? Oh, I'm DeLorean. Bye, bye everybody. So, um, our special guest today. I wonder if I picked up any of that. Is a hilarious, funny... Talented and also a great fucking bartender, by the way. Um, he is um, very handsome, uh, quite the ladies' man, I can already tell by his charm. Yes, yeah, he's even agreeing. Um, we want to go ahead and introduce to you Mr. Chris Christensen. Hey, thanks, guys. It's gr- uh, great to be back uh, with this great pop- podcast here. We got, uh, you know, I think if I said great one more time, though, I might get mistaken for Donald Trump. You know, this whole fucking... Gonna have a great wall. That's right. It'd listen huge. here. Oh, oh, listen here. First of all, we will have the wall. I don't care if it takes another few months. We will have it. Fuck Hillary. I'm out. Mic drop. Is he still talking about Hillary, by the way? Or, or did he finally stop talking oh, about no, her? Oh, no, no, no. He's talking about everybody. He was like the shit on everybody. I, I don't think that's ever going to stop. But, you know, Man. before I, we go on to that, I just wanted to, like, think. We got to add one more AKA to you, Anthony. Oh, what? God, no. Dude, AKA sexual chocolate. <laughs> oh, God, Boom! no. Oh, yeah. God. Why would you do this? No. Oh, dude. If you can't pump a man up, I don't know what to say. You know, you know, you know, put too much stuff inside of his head. Now he's gonna be doing this all day, every day. What are you talking about? I, I do know. not have an ego. So anyway, fuck you. <laughs> yes. Uh, moving on. Moving forward. Um, I met this really cool uh, Chihuahua here. Oh, Cal. Yeah. He's oh, a, he's our mascot. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty awesome guy. You know. Uh, me and Cal, we are from the same part of the world. Um, oh, you're Mexican? Uh, we're both Chihuahuans. Chihuahuans. That's right. Oh, oh my um, gosh. Yes. Uh, we prefer to eat uh, small keb- kibble, um, French fries, one at a time. Yeah. Oh, that that sounds like. That him. sounds exactly <laughs> like him. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is actually the dog. <laughs> he he eats one at a time. I I tell you, like that's that's how I like my fries too. So you know, me and this dog, we go way back. He doesn't even know. You all don't even know. Spirit animals. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. Yeah, you know my my question is is that uh, who came up with this idea for spirit animals? Like, I kind of like it. Oh, this goes all the way back to Native Americans, man. Hell, yeah, not even just Native Americans. Even hell, like Africans too. Africans yeah. had spirit animals. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Man. know. It's, about some, it's just kind of like a, like an indigenous tribal thing. I always think it's so funny when somebody's spirit animal is like something like completely like weak sauce. Yeah, like like, like, like a cockatoo. Yeah, the one whoever the one that had the. Uh, <laughs> Did you just say Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, that's, that's that's your spirit animal is Jennifer Aniston. Oh no no actually hey, uh, my Aniston my spirit, awesome. spirit animal is actually a Japanese girl named Raina Scully. 
Uh, she's on YouTube. Is she is my spirit animal? Really? Yes. Really, motherfucker. I fucking love her. A random Japanese woman. If you seen her, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's worthy, dude. So basically, this comes down to being vicariously fucked. Uh huh. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh huh. That's deep, right? That's fucking right. really deep. Oh yeah. Damn. I know, right? I I assure you, people, we have no marijuana in the room, so this wow. is kind of crazy. Exactly. Huh. We're about huh. to unlock some stuff today. That's right. Get getting deep here. Getting deep. We're touching all the holes of life. Please, please block those holes. <laughs> oh my God. It's like we're getting to some really deep penetration. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking about stuff to talk about with you guys today uh, before I was o- heading over here. And uh, I thought I would uh, share a story with you about when uh, when you date a girl that lives in a bad neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know been there. Stories. Been there. Well, not girl, but been yeah. there. Yes, yes. Um, I guess we can just we can be we can leave a general neutral gender neutral be a uh, a person in a bad neighborhood. So, Oof. anyways, you know, whether it's butt uh, sex or not, right? It, it does. Yeah. Uh, so, anywho, uh, I was dating a young lady and uh, she lived over there off uh, Eastwood, and it was a pretty hot and heavy relationship, and uh, we mm-hmm. were really enjoying ourselves. And mm-hmm. every now and again, I'd have to you know go out in the middle of the night to get uh prophylactics oh yes um speaking of which is this young woman an african-american woman uh no but she was uh not a white woman either she was actually uh, hispanic no she wasn't hispanic she was like uh arab oh Uh, yeah she was definitely uh quite attractive so (laughs) yeah some of them girls are hotter than damn desert heat i tell you what so it was definitely worth the trip i'll say that i mean shit sounds like it is right right but uh so anyways i i'd have to go and like you know the only places that were available in this neighborhood was uh the stadium liquor and oh I, I know about stadium liquor yeah oh there oh, you go shit. yeah <laughs> now, stadium now liquor. you you haven't lived until you are uh, a pale-faced gentleman like myself uh going into stadium liquor to buy prophylactics at you know <laughs> twelve thirty at night um those are the freak hours. Oh man, it is the freak hours. I tell you, that's a fun. It's an interesting place. You see all segments of society. I mean, always. Oh, always, and I I love it. Uh, so, anyways, I was in there, and uh, they had rearranged the uh, display, and I had to ask the person behind the counter for uh, rubbers. I was like, "Hey, man, I need a box of condoms," and uh, he pointed at a box of Trojan Magnums and said uh, this is all we got man all we got is Magnums and I in front of the entire room uh, said do I look Magnum to you <laughs> oh wow and, oh yeah you know, this is a bunch of uh, black folk late at night oh wow and, uh, oh yeah we, needless to say this was uh, erupted in laughter and uh, they started carrying like regular sized rubbers after that I'm like you know <laughs> You're and the you're the innovator in regular size rubber. I'm, and I'm, I'm fucking done. Um, and yeah, you know, because prior to this, I think that in the uh, African American community, it was generally it was like you know, Magnum or go home, like you know. Yeah. Well, there would have been a lot of motherfuckers going on. Cause I know some motherfuckers would have had to put some duct tape. Well, on. and yeah. that's that's what I, that's what I was getting gonna say is you know when I was a kid, uh, my mom's best friend like was volunteering and doing all this uh, research in Africa and was helping out during the AIDS crisis in mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, uh, I think I was probably 11, and uh, she'd come home, 
and uh, visit. And she wanted to really make sure that I was uh, aware sexually on uh, how to wear a rubber and how they they function. Right. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like any good uh, friend of family, uh, she made sure that we put rubbers on every object in the house. Yeah, there you go. Well, damn. Right. So anyways, my poor mom came home and uh, we'd put rubbers on every wine bottle, every <laughs> bottle of vodka, <laughs> put them on the milk jug. And all I know is that I don't care how black you are. You ain't packing a milk jug. No. Uh, right. Ain't no. nobody ain't nobody walking around with a fucking wine bottle. Well, uh, at least it stayed protected. Bo- a wine bottle dick. That's oh, true. God. I mean, you know, I didn't even think about that. What's a, that's a great idea. You know, date stamped sex organs. Huh. huh. That's fucking brilliant. You know, they're trying to make a spray on condom. A spray on condom? Why would you spray on a condom? Where's your cum go? Well, I mean, you're still gonna have, you know. How do you remove it? It sounds painful. I know this. It's it's a prototype, but think about it. It doesn't though. sound comfortable at all. Yeah, they're doing a spray on condom. What, what if you spray around your balls on accident too? Like the people that don't know how to put them on. Like oh, your balls those, are protected, I guess. I mean, you know those one those like there's always those people that like put the condoms around their balls like when they first like ever do it. Oh God! I th- I think that. Uh, who puts it Ooh, on their yeah, balls? That's kind of weird. I never there are heard people of that. that do that fucking shit. Wow. Like, those are like the extreme virgins. You know, they don't that's, ever not use a condom. That's pretty. Damn, that's pretty virginous. I, I know it's really sad. Super virginous. I, I I actually had 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 a guy who was a virgin ask me. He's like, so do you like put it around your balls? And he's like, no, no, what? No. See, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this yeah. is a generational gap right here. I I, I, I guess because yeah. I never heard yeah. of putting it on the balls. Wow. Huh. It was funny like, though. You put the condom on the balls. No, no, you no. need a couple. But I'll say this: you know, if there was ever uh, an industry to get into, though, it's condom research. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, at least you want to be one of the prototype testers. You know, you like to do lots of fucking. Mm. Um, I mean, it sounds brilliant, right? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Should be like our next great venture. We'll uh, we'll be right into condom research, and you know. Now that we're having this conversation, I can't help but notice this uh, beautiful painting of a Nubian woman with child that we are talking about. Oh, man, we've had that picture for decades. It's definitely, it's a very beautiful painting, but it is awkward to talk about such things in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with the baby ass. Well, you know. She was not part of the condom research team. Oh, definitely. Uh, no. Uh, no. Really? I mean, you really, see the ba- Chris? Do you not see the baby? I mean, I, I'm so. <laughs> that's that was fucking horrible. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I can't help it. I can't help it. I mean, I mean, I guess it would be a good example. Safe sex is always the best sex. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's like catch the cum. Don't yeah. cream pie. So like. Okay, so you know how the pull-out method doesn't work? The pull-out method never works. So oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, boy. What, okay. I'm anti, I think anti-pull-out because of the fact you still got pre-cum. Yeah, pre-cum does have sperm inside of it. Um, this is all true. Yes. Um, that being said, uh-huh. uh, you know, you would feel that this is a less is more situation. Um, I'm so done. <laughs> so, <laughs> How is this a less is more situation? Please explain. Well, you know, if you had more inside the vagina, then you would have more chance. So having less in there means a more chance of not having a pregnancy, right? Technically, Technically no. n- <laughs> yeah, you don't really need that many. 
Like, uh, there's even like a little drop of semen has like millions of sperm inside of it. Right, right. But I mean, he's like pre-cum sperm, so he's like, you know, he's swimming <laughs> in the pool. He didn't get shot. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm just saying the I, physics of the I, whole thing, man. Like, you I know, mean, let's think about this. I'm okay, wait, wait, wait. Back to what I was trying to say. So, like, uh, yeah. does a pull-out method work if you use a condom then? Why would you pull out if you were using a condom? Think about it for a second. Because, well, condom, condoms aren't 100%, like, yeah, no, that's pregnancy. true. That's true. So, yeah. like, if you use the pull-out method and a condom, I mean, is that 100% then? Like, I think that's called jacking off. That's just depressing. I don't know. Like, it could be you're getting ready to nut, you know you're about to shoot out. Then you pull your dick out, and he just nothing to condom. That's like I a, think I've seen a video like that once. I think that's a hundred percent. I mean, that, sounds, that might be the hundred percent method. That sounds like something worth watching. Pull out with a condom on, guys. Yeah, sounds like the hundred percent method. How to protect yourself from getting somebody pregnant? So, kids, always remember: pull out when using a condom. I mean, the great thing is condoms are getting thinner and thinner now. I mean, shit. Yeah, thinner, thinner to the point where you're gonna have a new lifestyle, light lifestyle condoms. I, I, you know, but that's another thing. Like that just scares the crap out of me because, like, you know, which part? Well, Maybe. first off, the fact that they're we're decreasing the uh, thickness of the condom is it like you know is that decreasing the effectiveness of the condom? No, actually, actually no, because like the fact of you know the evolution and growth of science, um, scientific um, projectories has also put our condoms. Into a new, more Rather stable like Everything you just said confused like the hell that. out of me, so I'm going to straight up say it. The condoms are getting thinner, but the material they're using for the condoms is getting better. Yes. That means there's just so much research into yeah. condoms. Oh. Yeah, most I, I'm not going to lie, though. Known, I, like, yeah. I, use la- I prefer lambskin condoms over latex. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. There's my here's my reasoning for it. Well, there's also people that are allergic to latex too. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I don't know if my partner's allergic to latex, and they're making bigger sizes, medium sizes, and all that. They got more sizes, and it's more comfortable than latex. That's latex, true. I feel like I'm checking my blood pressure on my dick every time I put one on. <laughs> it's true. Like seriously, I'm just like, Psh, Psh. it's like it's like like you like you trying to get a prostate exam. It's like check, t- turn your head and cough. <coughs> mm. Well, see, that actually happened to me once. I'm not. What? Nope. See, what happened was. Oh, God. So, um, I was going to Catholic Church, and Father McFeely was. What is with this Catholic Church bit? What? Why is Father McFeely always showing up? We were not Catholic. Oh, never mind then. Are you sure you guys weren't Catholic? I'm pretty sure. No, I, I, uh. Then how did I get a finger up my ass then? You know, you can call that whatever you want. Like, why? Uh, maybe it's because you you liked it. I don't know. I mean, you were, you were asking for it. I'm done. You I'm, wanted it. I'm I so think done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know when I got the finger up my ass. So it all started um, after a game of Naked Twister. And. I, I'm just fucking with you guys. This is I mean. no, no, no. This, <laughs> don't fuck with us. This sounds like the most logical thing I ever heard. Continue. Tell us more. Naked Twister. Go on. So go imagine on. this. So I'm playing Naked Twister. It's like four friends. Was Twister there? Was <laughs> Twister the rapper? Really? Was Twister the rapper there? Do you want to? No, but he was playing it. in the backseat of the caddy, chopping it up. That's do or die feature when Twister. <laughs> Twister was do or die. Well, technically, yes, because they're the ones that actually put them on. 
True. There was only one other guy in Do or Die, and he had like nothing, uh, no other lines. He had like the seven hundred over the Peyton, shut up on the Weedston. Well, you think about it, though, there was like three do or die guys, and then there was. Oh man, we can go into a whole story about yeah. hip hop, and I love hip hop. I I love hip hop too. Well, I love '90s hip hop. I don't likewise. Like, I don't like crap, and uh, and I also don't really give people with face tattoos chances. So <laughs> I mean, so I can, I take it no um no on the game. No, no post Malone. I. Okay, so basically, Lil Wayne Wayne can suck. Lil Wayne can suck a dick. Oh, Uh, what's wrong with Wayne though? Malone's not that bad. He's funny. He was like twelve. Hear me out on this one. The reason why I fuck with Wayne is because he's been doing this since he was like twelve, eleven years old. My thing is, is that he puts out a lot of hits that in like six weeks you can like crumple up like a piece of paper and throw in the trash and never hear again. Ouch. I mean, yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. Ouch. In his favor though, the Carter Five was actually decent last year. Uh. There was a couple songs I really liked on the card, like Mona Lisa or Let It All Work Out. Those are some dope, dope songs. Cause he had Kendrick on that album. I'm gonna be a total douchebag when I say this, but what? of the like modern rappers, the one I like the best is Kanye. I like Kanye. Kanye's fine. I, he's a very gifted artist. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's kind of dumb. He's kind of a troll, but at the same time, <laughs> he's a fucking troll. But at the same time, though, he makes really good music. He. He has what, at least for me, seem like they're actually like from the heart lyrics much more often than other yeah. people. Um, Sometimes I wonder what it would be like to be Kanye for I a day. Just, like, I'll give you a great example, and I think this is just a, me getting old, but uh, mm-hmm. we had a birthday party up in our little arcade bar a few weeks ago. Oh, Broadway? On a Sunday, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways. Broadway I'm gonna, Arcade is yeah, a yeah, place. Yeah, uh, there's a birthday party going on, and uh, they had DJs going for the kids. And it was like a really cool kid's birthday party. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was jealous. Well, anyways, uh-oh. Do we have a visitor? I think it's Mama Williams. Hey, the Mom. Hey, Mama Williams. Hi, Mama Williams. Hey, guys. Yeah, our mom just came in. Our beautiful mother coming in. Uh, looking like she's um, coming home from Britain and stuff like that. Got on the... The racer cap and everything. Yeah, that, that's hound's tooth. Yeah. A what? A what? Hell no, I don't. Wait, how do you know what that is? <laughs> I know what hound's tooth is. Come on, fellas, you gotta get it together. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. She's wearing an eclectic. Uh, what's it called again? Hound's tooth. A, a hound's tooth. A hound's tooth. A hound's tooth. Hound's you can find this originally at the Bowler Hat store down in Manchester. It takes me back in the day of my drives and also having a pint before watching the football game. A pint? A pint. This is what happens at the when po- where at? gets old. Where do you get a pint at? <laughs> <laughs> I love Dizzy Rascal. That's messed up, man. I love Dizzy Rascal, too. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he's a dope MC. I like that dude. Um... Okay, now, I'm just going to say this. In defense of Kanye, he's actually a very talented artist. I think he just needs to stay out of media. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Mom. Yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, he is. He's, well, he's bipolar. What do you expect? Mom saying he's, he's bipolar and he's awesome. Well, Mom, he's dating a Kardashian. Now now, now yeah. she's talking to Cal and being all I, I think this uh, holds true for a lot of the greatest artists of all time. That's like who they go for. 
Um, like, um, you know, if the more, the better you are, the more likely you are to be crazy. Like, look at all like Van Gogh or uh, Jim Morrison, Demi Lovato. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Like, the more, the better you are, the more likely you are to be crazy. Well, except Azalea Banks, she's just playing crazy. Mm, and and Nikki Azalea. Oh, uh, well, Alicia Fox. Sorry, dropping WWE reference. Mm. Oh, oh, is she really oh. crazy or is that oh, nice? Gosh. I'm pretty sure she's crazy. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, she's a good-looking woman, though. Shoot. Oh yeah. But at the same time, pretty can be pretty, pretty can be crazy. It's all I gotta crazy say. With me. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Hey, she could be my crazy ex-wife. That's what we're all looking for in life. Please, shouldn't be shouldn't be a crazy I mean, widow. Every woman is at a point of crazy, though. I mean, I mean, dudes too. I'm just saying, we got a chart yeah. for this. Yeah, pretty crazy. I'm just saying. Think about it. Okay, if you got a four in crazy, you're doing okay. <laughs> I mean, four. we've all seen that YouTube Wait, what video. Is this, what is this out uh, of five? I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. So you got a chart. Like, so what's the chart consistent? Okay. Like, I got to figure out, like, what's, and, the, and what's this out of? Like, is this out of ten or right. out of five? This it's out of ten. This is out of okay. ten. If you find anything lower than a three, there's something wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong if it's lower than the three. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Women are usually always at a four. Okay, we can even say this for dudes too. Dudes are usually always at a five. We're usually we're normally at a five. We average at about a five. You know, safety hazards, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? So, Mama Williams, would you like to join the podcast today? I mean, come on, we can get you a microphone right now. She's not feeling like joining the podcast. The mother superior doesn't want to join the podcast. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, even great. Our mom's here to behind the scenes to make the con. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. So okay, there's a chart. It's um one through ten. Okay, women usually average at a four. We average at a five. Is that about right? Seems about right. Okay. I mean, we're crazier than women. Well, yes. I mean, we're crazier this, than women. This is okay. Look, the voice of reason in the room. This hey, is hey, not a. <laughs> this is least- not a politically correct. <laughs> At this least, is, at least the men are crazier than the women. Well, mom, so you're done. a bicentennial, so you know more than we do. That's why we want you to join. Mom, you've been around since the olden times. I'm so done. Oh! Okay, first of all, everybody knows that I'm not being accurate on this. This is not a real source, except I. Oh my god! Okay, so anyways, so From back the behind to women. The scenes, this Besides is funny. the fact that you know, I think this they got to put like a tampon hot. in their butthole or something. I don't know how they put it in. Apparently, oh, like the I, they don't know how to put in like a tampon. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out. Did they put it in their butt? They put it in their ears? Really, Anthony? I'm so done. You know, you know, I know that I know because I've been on tampon runs before. I know where they put it. Yes, they put it in a secret hole. A what? In the vagina. <laughs> I love you, Mom. How, how do I know more about the vagina than you? That's the I problem. do know about the vagina. The Oops. insides and the out. Oh, that that was kind of awkward right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> Nothing like talking about vaginas in front of your mom. I'm not even. This is spectacular. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going to never be a grandmother. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Mom she said she will never, never be a grandmother. Kids. Like, I know where a vagina is. Okay, first of all, I know where the hoo-ha is. It's a hoo-ha. No, the hoo-ha. The hoo-ha. The hoo-ha. 
Can we just stick with calling it the, the you know the actual name vagina here or the pussoir? I kind of thought we were about to like to be like uh, Buster Rhymes thing. Oh no! Hoo ha! Hoo ha! Woo ha! So, anyways, back to my analyzing on women from this YouTube video I watched that was about a stupid chart. Anyways, that I don't really believe in. I was just going with a joke here, Mom, because I do love women. I love who they are. I mean, we got a strong woman right here. She oh raised gosh. two kids by herself. He's sucking up again. <laughs> she she made sure nobody touched me in my butthole. Oh, my God. It said that one time with Father McFeely. But we're not even Catholic, so this didn't happen. Oh, my, oh my God. What? No? Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. Um. <laughs> so back to tampons. Uh, uh, back to tampons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you. A, I'll get a horrible tampon story for you. I'm in. Let's okay. listen. All right, all right. So. Uh, oh, by the I, way, mom, this is Chris. Chris, mom. Hi, 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 mom. Yeah, nice to meet you. Or, she goes by Celestia. She prefers Miss Williams. Miss Williams. Okay. What? What? No. Miss Williams, this is nasty. Did you really just pull out a Janet Jackson no. line on Chris? Ew. I, I thought that was good. Chris is not no. going to be my stepdaddy. I always bring it out. I tell you. Chris, it looks like you're going to be my stepdaddy. Oh, God, no. Please, Lord, no. Jesus, you, why? Are, you already knew. Janet Jackson, Yeah. Yeah, if you're nasty, really, mama. Well, okay, so, Chris, if you're going to be my stepdad, I need to know right now, do you have good credit? I have fantastic credit. See, it gets you a white man, Mom. He got good credit. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's a low Dude, blow. Dude, the sick burns from your mom. I tell you. I, I know. Fantastic. Where do you think I get it from? <laughs> this is where I got it from, man. Actually, that's where I got it from. Okay, oh. listen Because I'm the one that gives him the sick burns all the time. You know what? And I bring them right back to you, buddy. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, no. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't want to hear any more sass for asking you. Okay. You know what? Let's see what I got to deal with here, man. I get abused uh-huh. by these two. Oh. Clearly. It's all about, it's all love. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You well, know, we, just, we just had Valentine's Day. How did you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? Um, Along with a handful of lotion and a handful of problems. I went to Denny's. Denny's? I went to Denny's. And lotion. Yeah, I, uh, see, oh. mom's doing all right. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. we, we, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I did other things after Denny's, but we're, I'm not going to talk about that. Old ass the man. That was your romantic dinner, though? It was a romantic dinner for two with Denny's? It was snowing. You guys had coffee. It was snowing. Waffles. Oh, no, I didn't have waffles. Pancakes. I had, this, I had this, like, big old burger, and we had these, like, you know, Denny's has, like, hush puppies or, like, pancakes, like, blueberry pancake hush puppies. I did not know that. And Ooh, it tastes like bottle cake. That sounds great. It It was really good. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, then we went home. We were going to do something else, but the snow kind of ruined everything because it was. We used to hit yeah. days up when I was a kid when there's no alcohol. That was, like, the spot. Yeah. Good times. We hang out until the sun came up. I mean, that's what that's what I did at IHOP back in, back when I lived yeah. in St. Louis. That was uh, Oh. I mean, Mom, you've had plenty of old days in the, in the 53 years you've been around. Oh, oh, I'm getting flipped off of my mom. <laughs> this is wonderful. What? I got the Obama flip off. <laughs> she's, she's checking her glasses, actually. Uh, no, no, 
bull crap. <laughs> we all saw the middle finger. There's was, there's a variety of like I always love uh, the different ways you can flip off people casually. Like you got the uh, side head scratch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you have the glass head gestures. Yeah. Um, there is of course uh, like when you're just doing little things like pointing at things and you choose to use your middle finger where you're like no 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 it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So but they, you know, you should, you should really challenge yourself and try to flip somebody off in a new and creative way every day. Every day. This could be like Fight Club, but, like, you know, much more safe. Yeah. <laughs> every day. I don't know. I feel like flipping off somebody. I'm just going to do it directly to their face. So they know. See me. Right. Right. But, you know, it's kind of like, all right, it's so like, you I'll give you this, some good examples. You can so somebody there, come, come to you. I I was allowed to heckle uh, baseball players as a kid, but I wasn't allowed to say sucks or curse at the Royals games. I went to all the Royals games, and uh, the one that I was al- the one exception to that where I was allowed to curse in the stadium was <laughs> Ricky Henderson, because oh. uh, my dad and uh, my best friend's dad hated Ricky Henderson. So, yes. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, there's a game where Ricky was playing for the A's, and I was in the <laughs> old outfield GA at Royal Stadium in the '90s, early '90s. Yeah, oh yeah, it's great. And uh, me and my friend Jeremy were. We were getting into Ricky at the beginning of the game, and the fans start starting to get drunk. Oh, wow. And we got them into it. And next thing you know, we have the entire left field GA, like, just giving it to Ricky and talking about his mama and his, <laughs> his grandmama and his sister. And, uh, just, oh, my gosh. Just brutal to the point where Ricky Henderson actually uh, jumped up and did a pull-up on the outfield rail held himself like this, oh. which is incredible how, st- how strong this man was. Ooh. And he flipped us all off. And Tony wow. LaRussa, his manager, had him pulled from the game at the end of the inning. Oops. Um, wow. It was one of my greatest victories as a sports fan. I'm proud of you. I, I am <laughs> proud of me, too. Very proud of you. Wow. I can only imagine how you were with Yankees fans. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Because uh, I've... My family, that was what we did. We traveled to see the Royals, and we saw them all over the country. I've seen the Royals in Yankee Stadium wearing all the Royals gear. That's um, awesome. Nice. I never really care about opposing teams' fans uh, unless they're jerks, and then it's different. Yeah. Um, every Yankees fan I met is a jerk. What about uh, in the Mets? The Yankees fans are all right. Well, okay, not every. Cause I, I know. I, I, like the I'll, I'll the say Patriots, this because okay. I got friends in New York. Okay. Some of them are some of the, like New York people are some of the coolest people. It's just them diehard Yankee fans that have been fans since just, ooh. Well, it's sort of like dealing with Patriots fans. Yeah, like, legit, like, the the Yankees are basically the, the Patriots of baseball. Uh, they are uh, very much so the, the Patriots of baseball. Um, I have another great baseball story, actually. Like when, I saw it, when I saw the Yankees play in New York City, I was real little. I was probably, like, six. Had all my Royals gear on. We got early. Um, mm-hmm. Tommy John, the guy that the surgery is named after, was pitching that day for the Yankees. So that's how long ago this was. You guys weren't even born yet. No, I wasn't even uh, born. But anyways, uh, we were – you were you were most definitely here, Miss Williams. Uh, I, I <laughs> she was 27. I, yes, she was – yes, probably it was, yeah. Um, anywho, uh, I'm yelling down at Tommy John, hey, Tommy John, give me a ball, Tommy John, ball. And finally said, hey, kid, what's your name? And I said, that's Chris. So Tommy John uh, got a ball and wrote to Chris, a good Yankee fan, and tossed it up to me <laughs> while I was wearing all my Royals gear. It was like the ultimate yeah. F.U. and most New York awesome <laughs> thing that any player could that do. That is 
and I still have that ball. I would. And a little that. part of me in my heart is a little bit of a Yankee fan because of that, because that was I mean, so fucking cool. I would be too after yeah. that. Okay, yeah. I would have been a little dead inside and a little happy at the same time. Yeah. Oh my God, is right. Oh no. Actually, they're not the fans I don't like the most. It's the St. Louis Cardinals fans. Absolutely. Oh my St. gosh. St. Louis Cardinals oh my fans gosh. The thing in history. You have got hit the nail I, on the head. I have. Oh. I lived in St. Louis for three years. Those dudes are so diehard You're fans. You're still alive. I know it was awful. No, they're such diehard fans. It's disgusting. <laughs> even if not they, everybody in St. Louis, for even this even if they lose, they are still saying that the, that the Cardinals are the best. I'm over here just like. But y'all just lost yesterday. Lies. The day before yesterday, y'all lost. Ugh. Y'all lost the whole week, and you still love the Cardinals. Like, I, I, you let us down. We're supposed to have another I seventy series. It was. It's no. That it's. Yeah, but you you even I, I even mentioned, I even mentioned the Royals though. That I, I even mentioned I'm from Kansas City and that I like the Royals. Oh God, all hell breaks loose. Oh yeah, it's something. It's just been a beat between the I seventy cities for so long. It's so bad. It's just like, I'm sorry. It's red versus blue. We're the Crips, and you're the Bloods. I mean, I will give them one thing. They love, they love, they love <laughs> the Cardinals kidding. so much. I get free anyway, stuff going down really. there. Really? Like going down there, there would be free stuff all the time. Like if the Cardinals even did something good, we get free stuff because everyone was celebrating the Cardinals' wins all the time. Over here, it's it's only the Chiefs. I don't get we don't get anything for the Royals. Uh, you know, uh my my big issue with St. Louis, uh, here we go, and I I have a few actually is, you know they they do love their Cardinals and they should be commended for the amount that they love their Cardinals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But St. Louis keeps getting chances on all kinds of stuff. Mm. You know they already lost the football Cardinals when I was a kid. <laughs> the football, the football card. <laughs> That's right. You don't remember the football Cardinals? Yep, mm-hmm. they had the St. Louis football Cardinals. And they moved to Phoenix, and mm-hmm. then they got the Rams. And then they lost the Rams. And they lost the Rams. And the Rams back went to back LA. to LA. They can They cannot hold a football team. That's a remember. pathetic state of affairs. That you know, St. Louis is one of the most populated areas in the nation, mm-hmm. and they can somehow go to all the Cardinals games, but can't go to a football game. It's crazy. In all honesty, yeah, like I was there when the Rams left. Honestly, they didn't care. Right. No, they really did. They really did not care if the Rams were gone. In fact, I they were happy the Rams were leaving. Uh, they still love the Blues, apparently, I think. So. Uh, is hockey even a sport? I mean, I mean, technically, yes. It's a, it's a big old fight. Okay, first of all, it is a technical sport of accuracy. It's basically ho- – hockey's basically soccer on ice. Okay, first of all, no. It's more like football on skates. Why Nuts. don't you just call it men's figure skating? Okay, first of all, it is not <laughs> men's figure skating. Oh. First of all – can you imagine getting Okay, first of all, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. In respect of hockey, can you imagine a hundred mile an hour puck coming your way? Yes. Uh, and then you gotta catch it with your hands. I'm I think that's a pretty awful thing, but uh I mean, and all frozen solids. Have you seen what those guys are wearing? I mean, Dude, that baseball, mean don't they, like, catch of, those things, they, like, catch those balls at, like, like a freaking bulletproof vest. The, the goalie doesn't even do anything but, like, just, like, basically be there like a blob. Here's true. the thing, though. You got to gotta have some good hand-eye coordination to catch a puck, y'all. All I know is if they had uh, a hockey goalie that, like, you know, had looked like Lieutenant Dan, oh, he'd be the that. best goalie ever. Did he you just, just say have a hockey goalie? If Lieutenant Dan was a hockey goalie, and he just had, like, little, just had <laughs> little, little skates where, like, I'm talking about Lieutenant Dan, and I'm just saying that, like, 
the the absolute best you could imagine for a hockey goalie would be to have Lieutenant Dan with like where instead of having stumps there, he just had little ice skates installed. I'm so and done. Just like moving around there. I'm so. <laughs> that is yeah. that is really <laughs> effed up, man. What the hell? What? <laughs> Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. Is Lieutenant Dan hockey keeper? I would love that. Okay, okay first. Yeah. First of all, let me defend hockey for what it is. First of all, can you imagine being in those skates for that long? Ice that, soccer. And then on top of that, it is not ice soccer. It's ice soccer. It is not ice soccer because you get hit. It isn't crying and rolling around in the field. I, I, okay, you know, that's European soccer. I've been, I'm, so, I'm a longtime bartender, so I've been arguing against hockey and its existence as a sport for a long time. So here's my next, like, you know, just damning, jabbing statement at hockey players as athletes and not just oh no. finger skating. Their shifts when they're actually on the ice are about a minute and a half. It's true. Um, now, what other sport is it acceptable to just have, like, essentially four full teams that they just rotate in and out at all times? Rugby. Rugby. Rugby? Yeah, rugby's are usually have really big teams. Huh. Yeah. yeah and, uh, ha! When was the last time you, uh, you know, threw down a wager on a rugby match or had all your friends over with pizza. We're not uh, European, African, or Asian. That is true. Yeah. Or Indonesian. They do have a lot of rugby over there. Especially in Australia and New Zealand. They really do. Rugby. Oh man, I tell you. I and mean they it's even a, have it, a World Cup for and, it. And honestly rugby's like way more way more dangerous than football. Very dangerous. No pads. And can you imagine getting hit by several charging Samoans coming your way? Oh God. Doesn't sound very good, but DeLorean, what was it like last time for you? Uh, that was horrible. <laughs> 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 uh, I couldn't resist. You gonna toss me a softball, then? Ah! Uh, uh, someone finally got me now. I smell smoke. I, I don't know how I feel. That was a good one. <laughs> I smell smoke, and I think I'm on fire. Yep, that's a burn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I do. That's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Row sessions with Chris Christie. So wait, hold on. What was the second th- reason why you don't li- like the like St. Louis though? Oh, what else I don't like about St. Louis? Yeah, you you only give us one reason. Man, so I, I used to have to work out there. Uh, oh, like I, every week, I'd have to go out and I'd have to come back on the weekend. It was for the government. I was like closing down their med- uh, veterans medical record facility on Winnebago, and uh, it just struck me as like. This is stuff that nobody in their right mind could have any sort of use for. It's like literally like your grandpa's like, you know, war record. Like nobody's stealing that. No. Like it's it's like freaking stuff that should go in a library or something. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, this place is surrounded by razor razor wire. Only Ooh. in St. Louis. That is a sad state of affairs. Wow. And like I've closed down those facilities all over the country. That was like one of my main jobs. I'd go in, I'd organize, and when I do the St. Louis one, it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, and they were like hard asses to me about nothing. They're like, oh no no, uh, you see, we need to remove all the staples from these files before we uh, transfer them. And I'm like, for what? Like, why do you need to remove all the staples for? Right. Like, you know how much work that is? They're like, oh well, like, that's what's what we do here. And it's like, 
but okay, why? well, what I do is I close you close this shit down and like move on with life, and that's like you know to save the government money because this is like stupid. So like, what 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 are you doing? And it's like, I don't know. It's like a whole like level of bureaucracy, mm-hmm. and I think it's what holds St. Louis back. Like, is that this has just been like an accepted practice that like nowhere else in America is this okay to like you know have like some person be have the power to be like, no, we're gonna make a job that could have took like a week take like six months yeah over something as stupid as like staples and paper clips that's dumb right uh, and uh you know uh, really that's a the federal government should have stepped in yes uh because that's who i was working for at the time and that's why i'd be like you know telling my hires up like look this is what's going on and they just let st louis roll with this stuff because like that's like the hub for america's government it's like it's just no not people don't really realize it but like all agencies have huge parts of their processes and procedures are based out of St. Louis. Yep, that's very true. Yep. 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 Your medical records or anything, you want your DD-214, your medical records or anything, it is in St. Louis. That is correct. And, uh, you know, I don't want to just get the splitter. Just right, so that's, that's always one of my little things is it just, you know, as a former federal employee, uh, and I would like that's part of the reason why I left. I went back to bartending is uh, I would like see stuff. I'd make like suggestions and like actually I wouldn't bitch. I would like find solutions to problems. And rather than like, you know, mm-hmm. anybody being OK with it, they'd like look at me like I had a cyclops eye. <laughs> no, that nope. the change is bad. Change means that the, uh, things actually change and you can't be the status quo. And like, you know, wow. and because of that, we end up with the fucking jackass like Donald Trump running the show now. Oof. Facts. That is a, that is a fact. Facts. That is a fact right there. Okay, first of all, since we're on the subject of the orange Cheeto. <laughs> okay, so when I look at his face, right, like you know how to like they had the poster of all the presidents and stuff like that. Yeah. Why does he look like the creepy rapey grandpa that you don't want to see at Thanksgiving? Well, he he is like. Have you ever heard what he said about his daughter? I mean, like, let's be honest I mean, here. Well, I mean, just because he wants to make a nest son, <laughs> a nest son, <laughs> does, not, does not mean he is not a wholesome family man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, okay, I can't even go he there. Make, he makes beautiful <laughs> kids. I'll say that. It's just a little weird that he wants to fuck them. Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, that is that is truly American culture at its finest. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we go to West Virginia. You can marry your second cousin here in Missouri. Or you can go back to Jerry Lewis. It's part of American culture to, to hump your daughter. Or Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Jerry Lee Lewis. One of, one of Jerry's kids, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's Jerry Lee Lewis, the piano guy. Great balls of fire, you know. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. So here's the thing. In American culture, you can have sex with your kids, apparently. Weird. Exactly. That's your president. Well, dogs do it. Well, that's a whole different ball game. I mean, and actually, uh, technically dogs don't. Uh, okay, so dogs don't naturally that was a kid hump their. Do not do that. Dogs don't naturally hump things that are they're related to or hump uh, other dogs that they're related to. Is actually the opposite. Humans have made it that way. 
Ah. Yeah. In fact, that's the reason why we have purebreds is because it's literally dogs mating with their own siblings or mothers, et cetera, et cetera, to where they're this thing. Ah. Uh, We're pointing at my chihuahua. Ah. He's actually... He's actually the perfect example of human breeding and turning them into small dogs. And he's actually a purebred, too. Don't, so Don't we look alike? Me and the dog, don't we look alike? We'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. See, me too. We, Yep. I know. We look just alike, don't we, buddy? We'll see. Her eyesight's gone. But at the same time, her hearing is always at the par. Yeah, that's never going away. Never. Unless she feels like saying, oh, I couldn't hear you, sorry. <laughs> yeah, when she ignores me. She ignores me. But the old the old Cheeto in Chief, you know. Uh, um, everybody, everybody's awfully upset by the Cheeto in Chief, and I am too. I'm not, I'm not a... The Cheeto I'm in Chief. I'm definitely not a fan of old 45. Uh, but just think, it's 2019. Everybody's still freaking about about him. He'll be out the door in, like, two years. So, like, that's, like, my that's my message to the world is, like, you know, Let's have chill help. out. Let this guy declare uh, emergency. We'll sue the fuck out of him when he's out of office. Ain't that the truth. I mean, shoot, sure, we only got a year or ten months left. Yep. I mean, what, but what are the chances he'll get back into office after this? About zero. Is it zero? I think so. I mean, I mean we said it was zero before. I'm worried. I mean, that's what he I'm didn't saying. win the popular no. vote. But I he, think we need to figure out this whole electoral college thing again. Because I, I think we need to stop doing the electoral college and and just go back to because like we have the technology to do a popular vote now. We really do. Like we could do a popular vote, be able to vote, like have everybody vote for a person without having issue. Mm-hmm. Like back then, the electoral college made sense. I mean, like we didn't have. Yeah, I I don't think Delorean understands after kind of hearing him. Uh, so, electoral college wasn't about like to ease the voting process. It was about uh, maintaining uh, the power of individual states by not allowing New York, which at the time had like you know eighty percent of the nation's population, right. to make the rules for the entire nation, well, and be yeah. the one that solely elected president. And that's the one scary thing about having solely popular vote is right now it would essentially be like California elects the president. That's true. Exactly. And that's the other part of the yeah, equation, too, which which is the part that really sucks because I just kind of am defending it. Um, but uh, I don't know if going to popular vote is necessarily the answer, even though the person that I voted for didn't win. Um, mm-hmm. I think Bernie I Sanders. Think the, uh, Sanders. Well, I I didn't vote for Bernie Sanders. I voted for Hillary, uh, and I voted for Hillary in the primary. And I I loved how Bernie got the young people all hyped up. But I think eat well. And my big issue with it is uh, I think that the real solution to everybody is we need to have that come together moment, kind of like Elton uh, or uh, John Lennon. And instead of having the come together love. Uh, thing going on we got like the get farther and farther apart so like bernie's farther left hillary was more in the middle um i want a candidate that's going to be in the middle a moderate would be really nice i mean i'm going to say this though like i think if the dnc hadn't screwed them over which they did bernie probably could have beat trump i say i'm like 60 percent sure about that well and if if that 
if that's true, here's my big issue with that, man, is uh, let's think about why. And this comes back to, like, this is a whole thing is uh, sexist. Uh, it's sexist against women, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. particularly older women. Um, we would rather have a man that is 80 years old, a nut job, that wants to just promise True. everything to everybody with fucking wackadoo hair. You didn't have um, wackadoo hair. He, he is somehow more qualified than a lady who's actually lived in the White House and been a senator in New York I mean, and worked him. as a lawyer in Arkansas. And somehow she is less qualified than this guy because she wears Star Trek suits. But here's the thing. Here's my thing, though. Like, I think Hillary, Hillary yep, would have. That's what it comes down. It's a sexist country. I mean, I agree with that because I mean, when it came down, it had nothing to do with her sex and why I thought Bernie was a better candidate. No, I had nothing to do with. I, sex. I think uh, it's. it's I think just, it's sex and age. Like we just the way we judge women. Like, uh, if there is a woman president, I think it's got to be a woman that's like in her forties. Honestly, because yeah. if it, if it's a woman in her sixties, there's basically it's going to be the whole old woman fucking thing that they did to oh, Hillary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, and that's just the way it is. And you, it's just ain't right. Like you know the. I mean, and there was a lot of other things that was very controversial, like just the history of the Clintons. But I mean, most of that was Bill's history. It's just like. Let me tell y'all something. But. Let me say something. You talking about what Bill's history? Let me tell you something. Donald Trump walks around talking about he can grab a woman by her pussy. I know. That's what, that's what I'm talk saying. About him getting that's the what I'm saying. Job. I agree. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I agree. The, the Republicans have more scandal. True. Than mo- most Democrats, but the Democrats that's... want to be. They want to be holier than thou, so they'll oust their people, but they'll let those Republicans stand there to do all that crap. Now, let me tell you something. Morality is any man. I don't care what party they're in. Oh, that's true. Very. They keep playing this party line crap, and that's why we got problems now. Because they're so tight to a party, they don't care about the community or the citizens that voted them into well. office. And that's where our problem lies. They think it's about them, and it's mm. not about the people. That man is up in there lying now, talking about he's about for the little people. These stupid people that believe that, how can he be? He's never known what it's been to be a little person. Facts. He's thrown temper tantrums Back. all his life, and his daddy gave him his way. He wouldn't even claim his own mama because she wasn't educated and she wasn't anything good. She was basically a housekeeper. That's horrible. So let me tell you something about that. I could care less about a man's oh, morality. I agree. It's the job that you do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, between him and God what he does morally. If it doesn't hurt the country and the work that's being done, I agree. then it shouldn't be. So they use that against her for him. I know. Wrong. That's one of the things because that she stands on her own. And they talk about these stupid emails. Everybody makes mistakes. Okay. Donald Trump is in there making a mistake every, not just every day, every other minute. Facts. But nobody said anything about that, are they? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, now the news is fake. So news. I guess we've been watching fake news all these years. Even though they can put it side by side, the idiot said this. Oh, I didn't mean that. That ain't what I said. Okay. Well, fake well, news is one of those things, too. Like, it's I a agree. ridiculous phrase. It's right up there with Jumbo Shrimp. And there's Mama Williams speaking her soul. Ain't that the truth? That's why we love her. Mama, you just No, that was, that was great. That was great. We will give you a microphone. You want a microphone? Yeah, that, see, that's what I'm saying, though, because what she just stated right there is a prime example of why she lost. It was like, what about the fact she can't handle her? It was like, man, these traditional um, baby boomers were all like, oh, she can't handle her husband. She probably couldn't handle the country. You know, this come on. 
like all this stupid stuff, and then the Benghazi incident, talking about. I know that's what I'm saying. I mean, Donald Trump has cheated on his wives. All of his wives. All of his wives. All of his wives. That's what I'm saying. At least she stuck with Bill. That man three wives. All um all imported from Eastern Europe. Well, you know, well, you know what they say, man. What they say? Uh, somewhere in Estonia, Donald Trump's next wife is being born. Ooh! I was just gonna say, once you go European, your life has a new reason. I wonder where I wonder where Melania <laughs> Trump is right now. By the way, what is she doing? Which one? Um, hiding. I don't see her around that much. Yo, the funniest thing is always gonna be when um. When the president's wife of Poland, like, shook her hand and just, like, straight up dissed Donald Trump, like, oh, nice to meet you, Melania. And, uh, okay, where are we going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, well, you, uh, you can't even get respect from Poland. And I know some Polish people, and they're some of the nicest people I've ever met. You can't get no respect from Poland. You're an a-hole straight yeah. up, like, asshole, just straight up. So was that like some sort of like acknowledgement that he was part of the Holocaust or something? I don't understand that. How do you get dissed by Poland? See, that's pretty <laughs> hilarious, am I right? You know, that's it's pretty right hilarious. There, that's right up there with Pope Benedict or some shit. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. You guys are making Catholic jokes. Like I'm a, I'm an occasional Catholic. I'm not like an all, always Catholic. <laughs> oh, oh, he gets oh, a gift from shit. Vegas. Where's my gift from Vegas? Oh, oh okay. I see how it is. Huh? What's he got? What's he oh, got? Oh, oh, he gets a Tupac shirt. Only oh, God shirt. can judge me. Only oh, God can judge shit. me. Yes. I, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Feel me. I feel the love. I feel the love. Oh, my gosh. I got a Tupac shirt, guys. I, I'm just a redhead. Now we had a stepchild, everybody. Just redhead. One of my favorite stepchild. rappers. Tupac is the shit. I, I'm the redhead, nappy headed stepchild. Nobody loves me. Come here, Pop. I know you like but I thought you were more of a Cypress Hill fan. I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, he is. He is a little Latino pup. Yes. Uh, you know, my the thing about Tupac is uh, he was so such, such a great rapper that people thought he was hard. He was like five foot six and had a nose ring. Yeah. And a tattoo on the stomach. That's. Yeah, let's consider the facts here. I, I'm pretty sure I know how Tupac's jail time actually went. Oh. Why are you going to talk about Pac, man? Uh, That's too much. I mean, I'm not the only one that... Th- I knew I wasn't the only one that thought that. I'm sorry. No. I thought that, too. No. Y'all better leave Pac I'm sorry. Like, I still like Pac. He's still great. I love great. Pac. Y'all can't do but that to Pac, man. Let's he be honest. He wasn't getting locked up with that nose ring and the belly tattoo. And I'm just saying. But that's just Tupac can fight, too. Getting left alone. Okay, first of all, I, I mean, will say this. I think Tupac was fine in prison because he had the respect, and then on top of that, he knew way too many people. That's true. You mean you got to think about it? Suge was his manager, right? But what I'm saying, Suge knew a lot of people because Suge is a blood. Yeah, but then those guys could also say like, "Yeah, man, I like uh, fuck Tupac in prison, like, and like have instant street cred for the rest." I of I mean, their lives. like, okay, first <laughs> of all, like, I just no, I just gave it to his ass, I, fucking bent him over. Oh my god, why are you trying to have shove, Tupac rape imagine Shove some ramen in his mouth. <laughs> 
to you trying to ruin one of my favorite artists. Uh, you know what? I hope one of your favorite rappers got touched in the butthole too. Good grief. If they went to prison, most likely. I'm just saying, like, I've met some rappers in my day. And I mean, Chris Brown very, went to prison, but I don't Very know. few of them, like, strike you as, like, you know, you see in their pictures, and, like, they always take the camera angle from, like, looking from below, so they look bigger than they are. It's like, when you meet them in real life, you're like, that's that, yeah, you're, like, not uh, not uh, a very big guy. Like I, I mean, we can say that about DMX. DMX has been to prison quite a few times. He's, like, tiny, too, man. Can he's, you like, imagine, five can foot you four. Can imagine, here's DMX. So do he's, all rappers. He's, like, he's like Yep. Can I just say something? Dude. Okay, first of all, Easy Easy E got injected by <laughs> Never mind. I ain't, I can't Can I just say something bad, real fast? Right. Do do all rappers have like small people syndrome, like a small person syndrome, like Napoleon syndrome? Is a decent the, the, like the small rappers I think have small people syndrome. That's how this like, works. Oh yeah. Okay, we can go yeah, back to Napoleon Kendrick because Kendrick thing. is like five foot five, I think. So they all short. Kendrick Lamar. Well, I just just think about like if you did like different uh, rappers' voice in prison, so you could have like, uh, you know, fucking DMX. He's in prison. He's like, "Where's my dogs at? Ooh, ow, ow, my butt!" No. Gosh. (laughs) Can we leave the man alone? He just got out of prison. Oh yeah, he did just get out of prison, didn't he? Yes. I you know you know I, I always heard. I wonder if it's really true, but I always heard DMX like never breaks character. So like he's like in like uh, like Waffle House or something. He's he's like, I need waffles smothered and covered. No, <laughs> no, just ooh, ooh. okay. First of all, I actually met um actually a long time ago. I met um DMX's old um, security guard um a long time ago, and I used to do ooh. Bro. This is the the most uh best source ever. And like no no. Like, he literally talked to him on the phone while I was in the car with him. That's cool. I even got to say what's up. Like, he was out and um, he um, he used to work as um, I'm sure DMX loved that. He's like, he grew up with us because he was also um, in the um, the Yonkers PD. Okay. So, like, dude was like, yeah, man, I know Earl. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's his real name, Earl Simmons. Yeah. And, like, you know, he was telling me, like, yeah, I used to, like, try to make sure he stayed out of trouble. You know, he went to juvie a couple times. And then, like, he grew up with, um, I grew up um, knowing them, and he made me his security guard and all that. Because he was doing, um, he was uh, doing a show for the Lumineers by doing um, security for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It was all in the same week. Like, I don't know, just, like, that connection that he had with DMX, because, like, they were talking for a hot minute while I was um, driving him, because I was driving him from the airport. And... I was like, okay, this is real. I will say, because I occasionally drive for Uber, too, uh, you never know who you're going to meet when you have somebody in the Uber. No. Um, you know the whole KU, like, scandal with the shoe money and stuff? Mm-hmm. I uh, took an agent to freaking KU from the airport. Dude. He was on the phone the whole time talking about, like, people's draft positions and how he could get him money for this and money for that. I swear to God. Wow. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I know somebody who actually gave an Uber to Al Madrigal. Al Madrigal. Yeah, the comedian. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. It was like, he didn't really say much, but he was a nice guy. Yeah? He gave me five stars and a tip. Hey, <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's always bonus. That's the most important. Five stars and a tip. 
Yeah, so what's your uh, most dangerous Uber ride, Anthony? Oh, my God. It was New Year's 2016. Was it 2016? <laughs> yeah, it was 2016. So it was New Year's 2016. Oh, God. And I had to go pick up um, pick up a girl in Northeast. So I go to Northeast. I pick up this girl. She's got her gay best friend with her. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, they seem like they're pretty cool. I'm just going to take her to the destination. It's like, yeah, we're trying to go downtown. I was like, all right, I'll make sure to get you guys there. And they started arguing because apparently the gay dude slept with her boyfriend. And so they're having a slap fight in the back of the car. Like, they're slapping the crap out of each other. Like, some Flavor Flav, Bridget Nielsen, like some old, like, Beauregard 1920s movie nice. like Casablanca. They're nice. just slapping the crap out of each other like, psh, bitch, psh, bitch, psh, psh, psh. And I'm thinking to myself, what the heck is going on back there? And then all of a sudden, they started crying. Okay. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, He came on to me. No, it's all right. I always knew he was a hoe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> and then they hugged it out. I dropped them off and they gave me $20. That is a very, very strange Uber story. I have to give it to wow. you. I, I like it. Um, are you sure when they're making that ah sound, they just weren't coming? You know, I mean, uh, anything's possible. It was New Year's. It was New Year's. Yeah, I mean, they were on drugs. You got to ring that New Year in right. That's all I'm saying. It's like, well, uh, it's yeah. the first time for me to go straight. So, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you want to hear my uh, most dangerous Uber story? What's yes. your most dangerous Uber story? All right. So, I was uh, driving for Uber. It was the day of the KU uh, Sweet 16 game. Uh-huh. Um, it was kind of a big deal. It happened downtown. I was having a great day. I was actually making some money, having right. fun. My phone's ringing in my pocket. I don't know where it's at. So, we're just going to let that go. Uh, anywho, uh, so I'd had a great day. I was almost back to Raytown where I live, uh, actually kind of cruising by I-70 and 40 Highway. And I thought, you know what? I'll turn on my phone and see if I can get one more ride ov- over in my stretch of the hood. Right. So I uh, picked the gentleman up over at the uh, Secrets Bar there on 40 Highway. I know exactly what bar you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was uh, last call. had already passed. It was probably about 2 a.m., I guess. Um Anyways, I uh, get there, and I'm kind of looking around for him because I don't see him, like, you know, immediately. And uh, they, like, just kind of walk up on my car out of nowhere. It really scared me. And it was a man and a woman. And uh, the man was wearing a suit, and the woman uh, definitely looked like a meth head. Uh, I don't know where this is going. She was missing some teeth. Uh, Anywho. uh, Missing missing some teeth out the comb. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyways, uh, they get in the car and uh, I I don't even have the car in reverse and the woman starts trying to touch my back. And, uh, oh. She's telling me how sexy I am. I'm like, I Ooh. need to just not touch me because it's, you know, I'm, I'm professional here. So yeah. Please don't touch me. Just as nicely as possible. Uh-huh. And uh, so we're cruising out and they say, hey, we want to stop by uh, Quick Trip. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. We'll stop wherever. Indeed. So we're getting closer to Quick Trip, and the woman is, like, uh, trying to do the reach around. from the f- and She's got her hand on my thigh, and I'm like, stop touching me. And, like, you know, 
Her boyfriend is sitting next to her and it's fucking uh, just like the most awkward thing ever. Right. Maybe they were swingers. I don't know, but it gets better. So anyways, <laughs> I asked her to stop again and I was like, you guys want me to stop a quick trip? They're like, no, 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 just keep going. Oh. So I'm I'm driving down uh, 40 Highway towards the Cliffs Apartments mm-hmm. over by Lee Summit Road. I know those apartments. Uh, okay, so anyways... Uh, I turn over there, and uh, the woman is, like, starting to dry heat, so I'm, like, really worried she's going to throw up in the car. And, that would be uh, 50 bucks for you. Yeah, I, well, I, it's disgusting. I don't want that in my car. I don't right. care how much money they give me. So, anyways. It's just I, a little throw up. Uh, no way. Fuck that. <laughs> it's disgusting. So, anyways, uh, I get to their house, and uh, I'm like, okay, well, uh, I'm here at the destination. It's time for you guys to get out. And the man says, this ride's not fucking over. We need to go to Quick Trip. What? That's what he says. And I said, sir, uh, we are at your destination. I tried to take you to Quick Trip. You told me never mind. Um, we are here. The, your date was you know, dry heaving out the window. Please remove yourselves from my car. He said, you take me to Quick Trip or I'm going to fucking shoot you. Oh. Um. So I had like an instant like reaction and it wasn't really the best reaction. I would not advise any other Uber drivers for having this reaction. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Um. I turned the car off, and I removed the key from the ignition. I turned around and took my seatbelt off. And I looked him in the eye, and I said, then you better fucking shoot, you asshole. And uh, (laughs) I turned white as a ghost, and uh, I got out of the car, and I went to go get him out of the car, and he hopped out and uh, ran across the street and continued to yell at me. I don't think he actually had a gun. He just fucking scared. Uh, but he continued to yell obscenities at me, and his woman was yelling, take me with you, take me with you. Oh. And I was like, nope, fuck you, bitch. And I slammed the door shut, and I got in the car, and I left. Wow. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, next day, I'm cleaning out my car. Uh, I reported all to Uber, um, and I'm cleaning out my car the next morning. And I find a credit card number in the back seat. They had, uh, had it, used a stolen credit card to request that Uber. Oh, there's a whole credit card number with the expiration date and all Th- that. That might have been our pimp. Um, who knows? Uh, but this is that was the beginning of the end for my Ubering. I loved Uber; it was so much fun, and mm. that was like you know. So be careful out there, Anthony. Oh, I don't, I don't do want to hear either. about. I always worry about when I see Uber drivers. I always feel like I need to tell them that story. Yeah, don't. Dude, um, I don't even do Uber anymore. Yeah, and I I was doing Lyft in Jacksonville. Yeah, Florida. Oh yeah. <sighs> never again. I will never drive anybody in Jacksonville, Florida ever again. <laughs> Is that fun, huh? Oh, gee. I don't think it's Florida. Man, if you're, let me just put it like this. Willie Lynch is alive and well in Jacksonville, Florida. Who's that? Basically, you know the Lynch laws and all that? Like, back from, like, we're talking about, like, early 1900s and stuff, like, post-slavery and everything. No, I don't, I'm not familiar with lynch laws. So you Basically, to, let me just put it like this. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very segregated now, South still. Okay, fair enough. That's the best way to put it. Okay. Some people would, like, smile at me. It's like, oh, you're such a good driver. And next thing you know, I got a one-star rating. Really? Kid you not. Happened to me 20 times. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, then, uh. I guess I'm going to leave you guys with uh, one last thought. Fuck Jacksonville, Florida. Fuck the Jaguars. I was Go born Missouri. there. Hey, DeLorean. I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> DeLorean, but we love you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I was I born in Jacksonville, like this, though. I love Ow. my Jacksonville family. I always will, Ow. forever. <laughs> that hurts. But, 
Yeah, uh, Jacksonville sucks. I don't ever want to live there no, again. No, in all honesty, yeah. It, no, it wasn't that I great. you guys know, though, if you're getting in Florida, you got to go to Miami. I've been to Miami. It's cool. It's my favorite place. You never can sleep in Miami, though. I'm sitting there having pancakes in the club. That should not be a thing. Pancakes <laughs> 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 That should not be a thing, y'all. Do they play Prince when they bring him out? Uh, yes. <laughs> R.I.P. Prince. R.I.P. R.I.P. Purple Rain Forever. All right, I'm out. All right, so with that, this has been a podcast with Chris Christmas. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Check us out on Patreon at Delivery Bro. And um, you can also find us on our social handles, Delivery Bro 816. And um, we also want to give a shout out to all the um, Hush Comedy Club members. Are you can't even hear you? Hold on. Testing one two two. He turned his mic off. <laughs> oh no wonder why. Okay. Sorry about that. As I was saying, we want to give a shout out to everybody at Hush. We love you guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. And also we want to thank Chris Christensen once again for coming over and doing this podcast. We want to thank Mama Williams for joining in on a couple topics. And um you can find us on our social handles at Delivery Bros eight one six. You can also find us on Patreon, um, and feel uh, feel free to donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash delivery bros. And uh, last but not least, Chris, did you want to give out any social handles? I don't have any social handles. Fuck. Like, you don't have a Twitter? Or our Instagram? That's a or our Facebook? Right yeah. I, I have a Facebook. I guess uh, I'm, I'm Chris Christensen uh, on Facebook, but... Uh, I mean, you don't have to add anybody if you don't feel like it. No, I'm sorry. I I like uh, I not, once you guys started saying that, I was like, oh my god, I'm like showing my age here. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 how old are you, Chris? I'm 37, man. I'm old. How the heck are you 37? You don't look 37. I don't. I don't age. It's like this weird thing. Like I've actually continued to grow. Like after college, it's fucking weird. I'm, I'm so saying, what is your heritage, bro? Uh, Native American and Danish and. Uh, Mexican, yeah. Okay, that makes, so that's yeah. why you age so well. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's lucky oh. you. You're like a mix of succotash. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a your own personal Heinz 57. <laughs> that's right. Mm. But you know what? Maybe that's what I'll make my uh, Twitter handle. I'll be steak sauce. Steak sauce. Oh my steak gosh. Sauce KC. Steak sauce KC. We're gonna work on that. But anyways, um, we'll figure something out. But yes, this has been Anthony Anthem, aka your future stepdaddy, aka Black Fabio, aka the magical, aka the magical, aka the spiritual individual, smoother than the criminal, coming in, never speaking no subliminals. The truth. I never get to say bye. It takes a long time for me just to say goodbye. And it's been Delorean, by the way, everybody. We out. <laughs>